What up, what up, what up? Thank you so much for tuning in to this first episode of Red's Weekly Recap of the 2021 season. Presented to you by Impact Sports Cincinnati. My name is Chris Asbrock and I am your host today. And it has been quite the interesting season so far. And we are only three games in for the Cincinnati Reds as they took on division rivals, the St. Louis Cardinals. And the Cardinals were a team coming into this season that a lot of people had projected to, I want to say, run away with the the National League Central. And the Reds, uh, at least in the first three games, uh, we're not going to let that happen. However, in the first game of the season, it looked like the Cardinals that everyone had expected as they came out. Uh, with a six spot in the first inning against Luis Castillo. And, you know, they end up taking the the first game of the year, 11-6, to six, uh, where Luis Castillo took the loss. He went three in the third, gave up eight earned runs, did not strike out a single batter, uh, and he walked two. So, you know, when you look at it, you know, a lot of frustration on Reds fans end because, you know, you... you Coming into this season, the Cincinnati Reds, you know, they had made all the moves last year and they did not do anything coming into this season. And there was a lot of frustration with that because if you look at the National League Central, to me, it's a very, very, very winnable division. Uh, The Cardinals are not as good as they have been in years past. However, they did go out and acquire... Nolan Arenado, uh, one of the best third basemen in the league, and, you know, a flat-out stud. They did acquire him. Um, You know, you got Yadier Molina. He's on the older side of things. Um, He still does produce. They do have a lot of guys that, you know, that can, you know, that can produce. Uh, Jack Flaherty was the, you know, he's the the stud, uh, you know, the stud pitcher to, you know, you know, you're basically going to be, Pitching your wagging on uh, on Jack Flaherty this year. I mean, the kid is he's he's a beast, and um, you know you still got Paul DeYoung, Tommy Edmond, Paul Goldschmidt, Arenado. Like I said, uh, Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent out there on that team, um, but still, you know, if you look at it, it's a very winnable division, and I I felt that. The Reds, for one, could have done, you know, a couple moves here and there. I, I think that they are, you know, they would have been right there in it to win the division. And it, you, you just, you didn't see it happening. And to come out and get completely smoked in the first game of the year, a lot of frustration uh, for Reds fans. Uh, and a lot of, well, here we go again, type mentality. Uh, you know, when you see, you know, a six spot put up in the, in, the, in the first inning before you even come to bat, a little frustration there, a little frustration there by, you know, by Reds fans. Uh, but again, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's one game into the year. Um, not really much more you can say about it. Uh, Jesse Winker, uh, the first game. He goes uh, two for four. He did score twice, and he uh, did walk one. Nick Castellanos was the guy again. Castellanos last year was, you know, he was a stud for the Reds uh, last year, and he continued his hot form 
coming into uh, 2021. He goes three for five. He did uh, have two RBIs and two runs scored. He did have the home run that will lead into um, the the issue into the second game of the year. Um, but Joey Votto, and you know, you hope to see more from Joey Votto this season. He was one for five. Did have an RBI. Eugenio Suarez moved over to the shortstop position and you know there's a whole lot going on with that uh he was one for three he did score a run had an rbi uh he was walked twice mike moustakis 0 for two he did have an rbi and was walked twice senzel 0 for one tyler naquin i big fan of naquin uh he came over from the uh the cleveland indians big fan of tyler naquin like i said i think he can do a lot uh for this team he did pinch hit uh, Aristides Aquino went 0 for 3. Uh, he did pinch hit as well, but then stayed in the game. Jonathan India in his major league debut. This kid can flat out play ball, folks. He can flat out play ball. And he got the job done in his major league debut, going 2 for 4. Uh, Tucker, Barnhook, Tucker Barnhart, if I could speak, goes 0 for 1. Um, and Tyler Stevenson, he goes 1 for 3 as he came in. Luis Castillo, again, um, was definitely not on his game. You know, he threw 73 pitches, 52 of them were strikes, uh, three and a third, gave up eight hits, eight runs, all earned, two walks, uh, an ERA of 21.6. Cam Bedrosian came in, finished the, the fourth. Um, he goes two-thirds of an inning, uh, gave up a hit, gave up an earned run, and did strike out one. Eight of his nine pitches were strikes. Uh, Sal Romano came in, Carson Fulmer came in, and Sean Doolittle all came in, and they were, you know, they were able to slam the door and shut the Cardinals down for the remainder of the game. However, it was too little, too late, and the St. Louis Cardinals came away with a 11 to 6 victory on opening day, and you know they came away happy, and Reds, you know, players and fans, not so much, but. The next day, or the next game on Saturday, was quite the opposite as the Cincinnati Reds came out and got the job done, and they took a nice victory over the St. Louis Cardinals 9-6 in a game that, again, was very, very intriguing. Um, There was a lot that went into it, and it was, like I said, it was a lot of fun. Um, The Cardinals did strike first. Uh, with a run in the first inning, and uh, you know that was pretty much it. You know for the for the Cardinals after that, um, as they were unable to, you know they did you know they scrapped you know scrapped out a a, a couple more runs, um, but unfortunately for them, you know they were just unable to to get more, um, you know in that as the Reds were able to come away like I said with that nine six victory. Um, Paul DeYoung in that second inning, like I did state, uh, he started off the scoring uh, with a 404-foot home run. That's really it was it was a nice shot to uh, to left field, and like I said, gave the gave the Cardinals uh, a nice you know positive uh, you know positive score there uh, going on early in the game. But you know the Reds got to give them credit; they did not give up. And they were able to scrape out six runs in the second inning as 
Uh, Tucker Barnhart, homer to right center, was a 403-foot shot. Gave the Reds a 2-1 lead. Suarez reached on the infield single. Uh, Jesse Winker scored. Um, the you know there was a lot that you know that did go on in this game. Again, like I said, the Cincinnati Reds, where you know the you know they were able to come out and score six runs in that third inning, was you know something that was very 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 needed for this Reds ball club. Uh, as they were, you know, moving forward in this game. And obviously a lot of it was coming from the the issue uh, that we did see from, you know, from Jake Woodford um, in, in plunking uh, Nick Castellanos. Castellanos taking exception to it. Uh, as he took, like he said, he took 93 to the ribs. Um, was not a fan of that. Uh, most people wouldn't be. Um, and he did score, um, did stand over Woodford and taunted and yelled. And it escalated from there as you saw Yadier Molina come out and, you know, shove Castellanos in the back. And uh, as Castellanos went away, you know, it just, you know, typical uh, baseball, um, you know, bench clearing situation there. Um, you know, my thoughts on that, I... I mean, it's kind of one of those things, you know, you see a lot of, you know, there's a lot now going on about the, you know, St. Louis being soft, uh, a lot of bickering back and forth between fan bases. Hell, we're getting it here at, you know, with the ISC account, um, you know, said something, you know, basically talking about, you know, just it continues to be brought up. And, you know, I, I look at it this way, like it, I'm at the point of who gives a damn. Um, you know, that's kind of where I am on it. Um, the thing I didn't like was Castellanos being ejected. I felt that him being the only one ejected was, I thought that was a little ridiculous. Um, you know, I, I, I felt that, you know, I, I wasn't a fan of the, the solo ejection there. I thought that you could have seen Yadier Molina get ejected as well in that situation just to clear out you know both basically you take care of the situation all at once right there and I think if you eject Yadier Molina and Nick Castellanos I think you know granted nothing else really happened after that you did see a couple batters uh, get plunked after that Jonathan India being one of them uh, but I think if you know as soon as that happens I think if the umpire if you know you just because in this situation here, both teams, it's a, it's a rivalry game. You know, both teams do not like each other. Um, that is definitely for sure. You know, I think after Castellanos gets plunked, I think, you know, as soon as he picked up the ball and showed it to, to Jake Woodford, I think umpire needed to warn both benches from there. And I think that gets ahead of it and stops it from escalating to what it did. Um, you know, there's plenty of blame to go around if you're wanting to throw blame around. Um, you know, was it, you know, was it because Castellanos so-called pimped out his home run, uh, you know, in, on opening day? Um, I think that's a ridiculous thing. I, um, if that's, you know, if they punked him because of that, I think that's ridiculous. I, I'm one that I, I think you show the emotion. That's why I was okay with 
you know, with Castellanos getting jacked up at the plate. Uh, I, I was fine with that, you know, standing over Woodford. I'm cool, you know. He plunks you. You're out to get revenge. You score on, you know, you score the run. I, I, I'm fine with that. Um, I understand why Yadier Molina, you know, came over in, in, you know, in support of his pitcher there. Um, I, I still, you know, overall, I, I still think it's just, I think it's ridiculous all around. Um, you know, I, I don't know why they would plunk um, Castellanos. I, I, that I don't get. I still think that's a little extreme because I do think they did do it on purpose. Um, you know, wearing 93 to the ribs on that. You know, I, I think they did. You know, they did do it on purpose. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, if they didn't, then, you know, then, then I'm wrong on that. Um, it just kind of, you know, Cassianus is one. And, and the same situation with Derek Dietrich from, um, you know, from a couple years ago. Um, I've got no problem showing that emotion. As long as you don't, you know, on a home run, enjoy it. Bad flip it. I don't, I don't care. I think that's a great, you know, show that emotion. You just went yard against the top players in the world at this game. And, you know, celebrate it by all means. As long as you're not sitting there staring down the pitcher and taunting him as you're going around the bases, I'm fine with that. Don't get butt hurt over giving up a home run. That's how I look at it. If they pimp it out, then so be it. They pimp it out. Don't let a bit one off of you again. Um, that's, you know, my mentality on it. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but like I said, I think, I do think the umpires should, you know, after Castellanos, after he did show them, uh, show Wood for the ball, I think that's, you know, that right there escalated the situation a little more and put a little more buzz into all of it. I think if the umpire warns both teams there, I think it stops. And, you know, I I think you don't have any of the issues uh, after that. Regardless, it is what it is. Um, Again, like I said, these two teams do not like each other. The fan bases don't like each other. They call each other soft. Um, You know, I like, you know, I'm one, like I said, who gives a damn at this point? Uh, I'm over it. I just want to continue to to watch some baseball and see teams, you know, you know, I want to see the top teams of baseball go at it. That's really what I want to see. Can the Reds get there and make a push for the division? We will see. Um, but I'm at the point now to where, like, let's just, you know, let's just get it going. And, you know, who cares? Uh, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, but the Reds, again, they did come away with the 9-6 victory. The, the Cardinals did. Uh, it was a scrappy game, um, regardless. Um, but, you know, the Reds were able to, you know, shut down the Cardinals and any comeback hopes that they did have. As like I said, uh, they were up eight to two after the fourth inning. Uh, but the Cardinals did, um, you know, they scrapped, uh, they scrapped out, you know, four more runs after the, the after that point in the game. One in the sixth, one in the eighth, and two more in the ninth to make it interesting. Uh, Tyler Malley did get his victory, uh, his first win on the season. Uh, as he goes five innings, gave up four hits, two runs, walked two, did strike out nine. Uh, Camber Drosian came in. He pitched two-thirds of an inning, gave up one walk, and did strike out one. Um, uh, CNL Perez came in, the 
you know, he's a hot commodity here in Cincinnati. He pitched an inning and two-thirds, gave up a hit and a run. Uh, it was earned, struck out two, and did walk one. Sean Doolittle came in, pitched two-thirds of an inning, did walk one, did strike out one. And Sal Romano came in and closed out the ninth. Uh, he did give up um, two runs in the ninth inning um, off of a home run to uh, to Nolan Arenado, his first of the season and obviously first with the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, but Romano, like I said, that he gave up two hits. Um, and then, that, like I said, the home run, that was the two earned runs that he did give up. Uh, but again, the Reds come away with a huge victory. Um, a nice win coming away with, you know, the emotion of that game. They were able to get it done. And that was, like I said, a, that was a big, big win for the Cincinnati Reds over the Cardinals, who I think in that situation, if they get the win, they, you know, they really put away any hopes that you have of getting, you know, you know, and they, they, they give you no shot of obviously winning, you know, the series, but you know, that's an obvious statement there. But I, I think if they come away with that win in that game too, I think they sweep the series. I don't think they come, the Reds come away and get the victory in game three uh, yesterday on Sunday. Um, and it, like I said, it was a big, big win for the Cincinnati Reds, uh, who did improve to two and one on the season with a 12-1 victory over the Cardinals. Again, this was, you know, this was a game that the Reds, you know, they had to have, and they got it, and they, you know, they got it done in a big way. And uh, Nick Castellanos was the guy. Uh, Castellanos goes two for four. Coming in the day after he was ejected, he comes out two for four, hits a triple and a three-run bomb. Tyler Naquin goes one for five. He did hit a three-run home run as well. Uh, Joey Votto, one for four. He did have an RBI. Uh, Jonathan India, one for four, had an RBI. Tyler Stevenson, three for four. The kid just continues to mash. He is hitting 571 on the season. Uh, he hit, Like I said, he had three hits, scored three runs, and did have an RBI as well. Uh, the Reds did strike out five times, um, but overall they did, you know, they got the job done. You know, 12 runs on nine hits, a double by Blandino, triple by Castellanos, and home runs by uh, Castellanos and Naquin. You know, that's what you want to see. And um, the Reds were six for 10 uh, with runners in scoring position. They did leave four on base. Uh, Jeff Hoffman uh, came over from the Colorado Rockies. Uh, this you know this offseason uh, via trade for Robert Stevenson. So both teams, uh, you know, they just swapped pitchers. Jeff Hoffman looked great, looked great in his uh, in his debut for the Reds. He was uh, goes five innings, gives up three hits, one run. It was earned. He did strike out six. T.J. Antone comes in, and I'm I'm a huge fan of T.J. Antone. I say it, uh, you know, the kid just gets it done, and uh, he goes. An inning, he gave up a hit, uh, did walk one, and struck out one. Carson Fulmer again. Uh, he's another one that he's been quite the joy to watch for the Reds so far. He goes an inning in the third, gave up one hit, struck out two, and did walk one. Uh, Sal Romano pitched again. Uh, he rebounded nicely an inning in two-thirds, uh, didn't give up a hit, and that was it. And the Cincinnati Reds, again, got a much, much needed victory 
over the St. Louis Cardinals to take two or three in the first series of the of the year. Um, the Cardinals now go down, or they face the Miami Marlins, um, who are one and two. You know, the Cincinnati Reds do improve to two and one on the season. But you look at the division right now, and what we're looking at, uh, you know, the Reds and the the Reds and the and the Cubs are tied atop the division at two and one. Again, we're only three games into the year, so there's no need to overreact one iota. But the Reds scored 27 runs in this series, 27 runs, and you know, 21 of those were in the last two games of the year or the last two games of the series. I, you know, so that right there is, you know, hell, that's fantastic. And then you look at what you see in, you know, they gave up, you know, and they gave up 18 runs in these three games, you know, and 17 of those were in the first two games of the of the series. So the Reds were able to take, you know, they were able to take a, a closer one on game two on Saturday and then blow the doors off of them in game three, whereas game one was one where it wasn't close. The score, you know, was not as made it a lot closer than what it was because it wasn't that that close of a game. Um, but the Reds again come away with a nice series victory over the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, a team that okay, yeah, right now if you look at it all, three games into the season, they're in last place in the division. If you fan, Reds fans, if you want to snapshot that because that's the last time. You're going to see that because let's be honest, folks, the St. Louis Cardinals are not going to be last place in this division. It ain't going to happen. Um, as things iron themselves out, the Cardinals are going to be rolling right towards the top. Plain and simple. That's what's going to happen. Um, you know, I'm going to, you know, play spoiler here. And, you know, it's not going to finish like this uh, all season. Now, the Reds do have the offense to stay in it all season. And I think that's a lot of it. Um, you know, coming into this season, like I said, going back to the first point that I, that I uh, discussed with, with the Reds, you know, and the frustration was, like I said, this is to me, it was a very winnable division going into it. I, I, I think if the Reds go out and if they make some moves to build up their, you know, the beef up the pitching staff a little bit more, were they going to bring back Trevor Bauer? No, not a chance. It just wasn't going to happen. But if they go out and they nail down the shortstop position, you know, that right there adds to it. Now, however, you know, moving A. Eugenio Suarez over to shortstop, his natural position, moving Moustakis over to third, his natural position opens it up for Jonathan India, who tore up spring training, and uh, he was a welcome sight. He basically forced the Reds' hand and said, uh-uh, I ain't going anywhere. And that's what happened here. And Jonathan India has done, he's done his job. And he forced, like I said, he's forced the Reds' hand and made them play him. And it has worked out, you know, so far in three games, it's worked out to, you know, you know, worked out to the positive for the Cincinnati Reds. It's worked out for the best. So that's what you want to see, you know, in this type of situation. Now, I think if, you, if the Reds had gone out and maybe acquired uh, one more starter for depth, I think you could have done uh, you could have done a lot more with that. Uh, they didn't. However, a start like this from Jeff Hoffman that we got yesterday 
that's encouraging. So, you know, you see that kind of thing right there makes it a little easier to deal with uh, for the Cincinnati Reds as we're moving on, you know, now to face the Pittsburgh Pirates. And, you know, you see Jose De Leon versus JT uh, Brubaker uh, in this matchup tonight in game one. You know, that's something to uh, to take a look at. Jose De Leon, he's, uh, he's one to watch for this Reds team moving forward. Um, you know, then you got Wade Miley going against Trevor Cahill on – uh, on Tuesday, and uh, Wade Miley's first start of the season. So right now, you know, this is one that the Reds, you know, Luis Castillo is not going to be as bad as he was in game one. It's not going to happen. Um, so now, you know, you know you're going to get better from him. So here's what it's going to come down to. Now you have to look and see what you're going to be getting from, you know, your other your other starters now. Um you know, if the pitching staff can hold up their end of the bargain, this Reds team is going to compete for every bit a wild card spot. I truly believe that. Um, now, they do have a little more of an uphill climb as you're going to be going up against like the Mets and the San Diego Padres for, you know, that position um, outside of the uh, outside of your own division. So, you know, inside your division you're still going to be battling the Cubs and Brewers and, you know, and the, and the Cardinals, you know, but if this Reds, if this Reds team, if they can get the pitching, they're going to compete because the hitting's going to be there. Last year we saw the offense, but it was more, the offense came from home runs. Uh, we're getting home runs this year, but you're also getting small ball and you're getting see guys, you know, you know, being moved over with singles and, uh, you know, station to station type stuff to where they're still getting the hits and they're driving in the runs that way. And that's the kind of stuff you want to see. And that's how you're going to win baseball games in this league. And the Reds are getting that again. Granted, we're only three games into the season. No need to overreact already and say this division is right, you know, is is going to be red uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. It might be red for the Cardinals, but, um, you know, as a lot of people were projecting. But overall, Again, um, three games in, you know, there's some positivity here for the Cincinnati Reds and what you'd like to see um, from them. So with that being the case, you know, now for the Cincinnati Reds, you have a chance to really, really, really make some noise coming up because you have a team in the Pittsburgh Pirates who are coming into town and it's a team that's not very good. They went one and two. They did. They did, you know, they took a, they took a game from the Chicago Cubs in, in the first game of the year. But, you know, the Cincinnati Reds, they should be able to take care of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, they're one and two coming in. Then you have a chance to go on the road and you head out west. And, you know, this, this weekend you face the Arizona uh, Diamondbacks. They're one and three right now. They're ripe for the taking. Um, then you go on the road to face the San Francisco Giants for the last three games of the road trip before heading back home to face the Cleveland Indians. So you're facing the Pirates, Diamondbacks, Giants, and the Cleveland Indians, which aren't as good either as, you know, as they have been. Uh, you know, so that's that's another team that is ripe for the taking as well. This, These next four series, Pirates, Diamondbacks, Giants, and Indians – you can you can make some noise and really, you know, 
you can do some damage in your division, uh, in the division standings by, you know, taking a couple of these series. You have, you know, a bare minimum, you take two or three, you're putting yourself in a great spot, in a great, great spot for this team as they're moving forward and wanting to, you know, make some noise and, and go towards the division. So, um, you know, this is, you know, this is something that's certainly exciting to, uh, to see, um, you know, we'll see how it's going to play out. But again, the Cincinnati Reds, you know, they start off the season with a, with a big, you know, series victory over the St. Louis Cardinals, where they did take two or three from the projected division winners. So again, a lot of positivity again, rolling just three games into the season, but it does make you feel better. It really truly does. When you take a series from uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, because they're good, they are always going to be good. And they're that team. Bengals fans, they're kind of like the Ravens or the Steelers to us. Um, that they're that team that you just, one you don't like, and they're a division rival, and damn it, they're good. Um, so, you know, just by, you know, probably claiming a season or a season starting series like this against the against that team, when they came out and they beat the brakes off of you in game one, but to rebound mentally, and get it done in those three games, that is huge for this ball club moving forward. And it's guys like Nick Castellanos and that emotion that he plays with, that's going to help out this team as we are moving forward. So, um, again, a lot of fun to watch there. It was a lot of fun to watch, and it was great to see the bats finally come, you know, finally come alive, and, and they woke up, and, you know, they they got the job done and, and pounded out, you know, some – some nice, you know, some nice runs in this series because finally it was about time uh, to see, you know, this Reds ball club, you know, put up some offense, scoring 27 runs. Um, good to see. Good to see. Uh, but, again, now you have a series coming up here against the the Pittsburgh Pirates who are, again, one and two on the season. Uh, you take two or three bare minimum from them. You really put yourself in a good spot moving forward for this ball club. So, as always, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Reds Weekly Recap, presented to you by Impact Sports Cincinnati. As always, for all your fitness needs, make sure you check out fnxfit.com. That is fnxfit.com. And for 15% off your purchase, use the promo code BDIESEL. Again, that is promo code BDIESEL, capital B, capital D, on that for 15% off your next purchase. As always, make sure you check out Impact Sports Cincinnati. That's iscincy.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock and at iscincy on Twitter as well. Stay tuned as we will be back next week to recap the series against the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Arizona Diamondbacks. So as always, thank you guys so much. And have yourselves a fantastic rest of your week. Take care, everybody.